I don't know. This, look, man, the whole Nicki Minaj thing and the, the beef. I'm upset that I even that, that I'm aware of this thing. I'm, I'm pissed. These two freaking but idiots why? going at it. I don't. I don't know why I'm upset about it. It seems because it seems you don't ridiculous. Like rap battles. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe I'm just getting getting old. I'm a cranky fuck. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. It, 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 it doesn't seem like an authentic rap battle. No one's. It, 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 did Nicki Minaj even respond? I, I, I'm aware that what's the girl's name? Uh, Remy Ma. Remy Ma had a song, and you know, I heard it. I guess it was good, right? I don't know. Are you talking about Sheether? Yeah, Sheether. What's that about? See, I, I don't understand good? how you have any opinion. How do you? What do you how do you have an opinion on this? You haven't even listened to any of this. <laughs> Why are you mad? It's like a feeling. It doesn't feel like the the great all-time beefs, you know, like the Biggie and the Pac. I know why it doesn't. It's because they're females. Well, really? I, oh, are you saying that I'm a chauvinist? Is that what you're accusing me of? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that, exactly. Really? <laughs> that's why, why it doesn't feel. That's why you can go ahead and and have such a broad statement like that. Have not like this at all without having listened to not a single song. Does it? Because it doesn't okay. feel a way. Well, it doesn't, it doesn't have that. Know it. Doesn't, have, doesn't have that feel, man. You know what I mean? That Ja Rule Fifty Cent beef felt real. You feel like you felt someone was about to get smoked, like someone's gonna get shot. That was over testosterone. This. True that. You know, someone made a point that you know Nicki Minaj hasn't quite been the same since she left her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Well, according to him, he's been writing all her songs for her, and her albums have been pretty much a flop since he walked out the scene, which is weird. Yeah, because you know she had such a really hyper feminine kind of persona especially when she first came out so <clears throat> to think that her boyfriend was behind all of it all just always threw me off like really well you know men know what women you know men we, we know what um other men would like to hear <laughs> you know what i'm saying we you know makes perfect sense because yeah. you think about it you know biggie had a lot to do with Lil kim's career you know in the beginning you know what i'm saying that for her oh, first yeah. album yeah yeah first album which was you know be considered Told her, her dopest to sex album. it up it wasn't a bad idea. Cause think about it, that little Kim photo, that, that that's a that's that's a, with her like kneeling down or shit like that. That's an iconic. Oh, I know exactly the picture one you're in hip hop. Think about it. I would, I would compare that to the Marilyn that that Marilyn Monroe picture, where like she's kind of holling her dress down, like blowing in the wind, right? That I, I would yeah. put that, that that's that is to hip hop what you know Marilyn Monroe was to you know. Those things, those pictures are iconic. That's I fair. I guess at the end of the day, you just she just needed a man behind her to tell her that sex sells. I guess wasn't a bad idea. I mean, you know, got her to the top of the game. Can I be honest? I saw it coming when Nick, when um when Remy Ma got out of prison, right? When she got out and she was doing, you know, what I'm saying, I knew it. I was like, you know, her and Nicki Minaj eventually is gonna, it's gonna, something's gonna happen. Something's gonna happen if they don't do a song or something like some shit like that right away. Something's gonna happen, especially <laughs> especially after. You know, she started to get hot because they had a really big record. Her and Fat Joe, that all the way up record was a big record. Oh yeah, was a hit. all the way up. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I really like Remy. I think she's got a lot of skills, and I love her relationship with Papoose. I, I like what they got going on, and I've never been a Nicki Minaj fan. I just think she's kind of corny. I'm kind of over this already. As like the more I'm talking about it, I'm like, this is nonsense, isn't it? Yes, yeah, this is I feel. You know, you feel feel silly. You know, you feel dumb. Yeah, but at the very dumb. least, you should really listen to Cheater before you have another yeah. opinion. Yeah, just just listen to it at least. Okay, okay, I'm not gonna do that. But anyway, 
And you know, I feel like the list of things you like that you've never heard, listened to, watched, it's probably longer than the things of li- things you actually like. For instance, I mean, that, look, this uh, this is this is an this is an erroneous attack. It has no basis. What the hell are you talking about? I have no what what like for an example. Give me an example. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. Game of Thrones. What yes. about it? Game of Thrones. What about it? You can't stand that show. <clears throat> I've never seen it. It just seems corny. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But you Come don't on. like it. Fuck out of here my lord, my lady. Yeah. That's what you think. My That's lady, what you think it is. Fucking dragons and shit flying around. Get the fuck out of here. Watching that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? That's so ridiculous. Running around. Fuck out of here. <laughs> That's literally one of the most oh. popular shows in the world. And you won't even give it a chance. For what? Why? It's going to be stupid. I'm going to hate it. I'm going to watch like 15 no. seconds, but you'll turn this shit off. Dragons flying around. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Niggas ride on horses and shit. Juggling, come hither. Like, fuck out of here. <laughs> watching it. I mean, but, you haven't given me good reason to watch Game of Thrones. Why should I watch it? If you've seen one of those movies, you've seen them all. I know it's not, and I know it's not a movie. I'm telling I know you, it's, it's a, different. A series. What's different about it? But it's not what you think it is. It just has a lot of twists and turns, and it's dark. It's very dark. It's good. It's a really good show. Word. They got any black people? And it's in surprising. It? Yeah. Any black people as the kings or anything like that? Running shit? No. Uh, no thanks. I mean, they have like a whole... I got you there. I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> what? First of all, the first time Back you brought that up, they were like, you said, you said, why don't they have a Shaka Zulu show or some shit? And I told As you that they, they did and it like won... Yeah, they did. And they, it won awards in its time when it came out in the 80s. So you get what whoa, you... Whoa, whoa, but whoa. this is something different. What do you mean? What do you mean it's different? This is, is this based like on a book or something? It's a whole different yeah, it is. It's based off a book, a, a fantasy book that someone wrote. I don't someone know. who's still alive today. Listen, actually, I'm not know. even it's trying to turn you like on it. to Game of Thrones anymore. I'm just, I'm just calling you out on your, on the erroneous claims you said I made. It's not erroneous. You have plenty of shit. Look, you already don't like Get Out. You said it already. Oh. You don't like oh, it. Well, I don't know. Get, get out. Okay, what's it about? Have you seen it? Are you doing anything about this movie? Get out. I heard it had rave reviews. It, you know, it got, it was yeah. the first movie to get 100 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I want to understand why. I should probably go see it. You know, you should. I've heard that's how that works. That's how me that works. too. Me too. That's why I'm not going to shit on it first. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm not. Well, hey, look. Honestly, I'm not shitting on Get Out. I'm giving it a chance. I think the dudes that made it a little corny. Those Key and Peele guys. Yeah. Not not hating on them. I don't know. So, I like Key and Peele. You would. You like a lot of shit that's I mean, sucks. I do. I mean... <laughs> so disrespectful. <laughs> yeah. Key and Peele are different. Bang. Okay, they, they, they're they different. But I, I mean, I can What's appreciate them. They got, they're just not the... Uh, you're looking for maybe an Omar Epps, Kevin Hart type of comedy. And you're not going to find no. them with these two. No, I'm not. No. No. Stop. I, I don't know. Okay. I already know where you're going. Knock it off. That's bullshit. You know what they are? <laughs> Where am I going? They, they were, what? Because you're trying to say, oh, you don't understand this type of comedy. Nah, fuck out of here. Okay? Stop. I didn't say you didn't let understand t- it. Maybe you just let, don't let, like let, it. Let me, let me, let me, uh, who, said, who said I like Kevin Hart? And who said I like, who, who was the fucking other guy you named? I don't know. Hmm? You don't, don't remember? Know. Epps. <laughs> or Mike Epps. <laughs> yeah. Who I do like, by the way. Yeah. I will say this. I will say Actually, this. I, I feel like I might have said Omar Epps, who is definitely not a comedian. So good. that's a good clear up. Thank you. You meant to say Mike Epps. But here's what I don't like about them. They seem like black dudes 
doing an impression of a white dude pretending to be a black dude. That's what's corny about them. That's fair. You know? <laughs> no, especially voice especially when like, they play I'm, the black I'm like, characters. Which black guy have you ever met? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, who the fuck are they pretending to be? She's whack. That's fair. I mean, I get it because they don't have that same connection with the black community. But to be fair, you know, they're both biracial. Okay. Are they? Didn't know. Yeah, oh, didn't they're know both that. half white. Yeah. So. Really? So something they have to get a little bit of a pass, right? No such thing as half white, buddy. If you look black, you're black. Point blank. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. You know how you do the race I test. I understand. Get pulled over by the cops, and then you know you. They'll let you know what color you are. Let the cops fucking pull you over. I mean, to be fair, real quick. If that's you, true. Biracial. That's true. <laughs> fucking, I'm just saying they that. might have had like a different upbringing. That's true. I understand. Yeah, I mean, there's. Yeah, I'm just kidding around, but I see, I see what you're saying. They have a different perspective. Yeah, so they don't really get it the way the other comedians I mentioned probably do. But um, I still get their humor. Like, I like it. You know who else doesn't get a lot of black love from um the black community? A lot of black love. A lot of love from the black community? Hannibal Burris. Oh, Gerard Carmichael? Ah, Ooh. Hannibal. J- Gerard Car- Carmichael. No, I've Can never you? heard of him. Oh, okay. Oh, son, got, I'm one of those black people who aren't giving this guy love, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. He's funny as hell, man. But, uh, okay, so you uh, said Hannibal Burris? Hamble Burris? Okay. Yeah, um, okay. What, why do you think that is? I mean, he thinks that is too. <clears throat> I, I, was, I was just listening to him on the, um, whatchamacallit, on the Joe Rogan podcast not that long ago. And uh, on something else as well. He just doesn't, I don't know, it doesn't click. His kind of comedy, his type of humor doesn't click with the black community. It just doesn't. Well, I think I that's unfair. Like, the black community. About random what the, shit. What the fuck is the black community? I was having this conversation with a friend of mine. I was like, what is why the you, black community? That's a, that's a pejorative, right? It's a, it's a broad brush. The black community. What's that? How many people are we talking about? Black, you know what I'm saying? Black people. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, it's black people though, you, right? You like them. But I'm saying, but you like them and you're black. Yeah. You Do I represent the majority? I don't know. What's the majority? How many people can you definitively say don't like them? I'm just saying, like, if you go to his shows, you know, who, are, who are the audience? You look around at the audience, like, who who fills up the seats? Mm, okay. Is it because maybe he's I'm like, I mean, No, I, I don't think so. <laughs> He just has like a real odd sense of humor. He talks about some random off the wall shit. I can't bring up a single example. Don't ask me. I'm just saying this in general. I don't know. I, I've heard him a bit. I, I like him. You I know, mean, I got my guys, man. I, I'm, I'm, um, I got, I'm, I'm more of a Chappelle, Louis. Yeah, me too. I'm Chappelle, Louis. Yeah, me absolutely, without and, a doubt. And, uh, and old those Bill Burr, my favorite. Billy Boy, without a doubt. <laughs> those, 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 those are three of my favorites right there: Chappelle, Bill Burr, CK. Louis C.K. And Chris, yeah, and Chris Rock. So those those four right there. Those are my dudes right there. You know who else I like? Um, Tracy Morgan. He had this special that he did in San Francisco. It was called uh, Behind Closed Doors. Brilliant. I'm talking about it was raw and it was funny as hell. He's fearless in that one too, man. You can see people like the cut. A lot of people oh. like dying and they're really laughing. He's going for it. Actually, you just reminded me of the person that I do love. It's Patrice O'Neill. Ah, that's right. Tracy. I love him. Patrice is funny. Oh, yeah, man. Another dude I like as well is fucking what's his name? Corey Holcomb. Mm, never heard of him. Ooh, you sleeping? You gotta check out Corey Holcomb. That dude is fucking hilarious. He's so funny, man. He's good. I mean, just the way he structured his jokes. He's another guy that's fearless. You know who I wish was funnier? Who? Joe Rogan. Oh shit! Why you say that? Well, I mean, act like don't leave me out here on my own. We both said it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying. We'll make... <laughs> hey, look, if I ever get to meet Joe Rogan someday, fuck, I want to be like, yo, look, dude, Joe, I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. I like you, man. I love you. I love you. I think you're funny. I don't know what this motherfucker's talking about. <laughs> I'm trying to distance myself from you. 
I love Joe Rogan too. Like I do. I just don't love him as a comedian, and I've tried. I really have. And some points at his uh, in his latest Netflix stand-up that I like, but he doesn't compare to all the other guys that we named before. I still think he's brilliant. Like I would love to sit down and talk to him. I'd love to be on his podcast one day. I'd love to listen to his shit. I'd love to listen to his ideas. I just don't find him funny. Well, look, in, in Joe Rogan's defense, the guy's got a lot of things going on. You know, maybe he doesn't no, go have fuck time. yourself. No, no, no. You know, you're not going to do this to me because just, what? this is going out to the world. I'm just saying, Michelle, maybe if you gave the guy a chance, he's a lot of shit going on. <laughs> he's on the UFC. He's flying around the world. He's got a podcast. He's got to do. It's a lot of material out there. I mean, Jesus. I mean, would you get, cut the guy some slack? <laughs> no? Piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I leave Joe alone. I'm still a fan. I love him. I love Joe Rogan. I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. I don't get it. No, but, I, but I see what you said. I see what you, what you said. And he has some good bits, though. He has some pretty good bits. He definitely does. Definitely. I don't take that away from him. Yeah, no doubt. I won't shit on any of these people too hard because I think being a stand-up comedian is probably one of the hardest jobs in the world. It's got to be very difficult, man. To go up there and actually talk, right? you know, and captivate an audience... And be funny, because mm-hmm. you think about it, you need a joke, right, punchline, what, like every, what, 20, 15 to 20 seconds, something's got to be boom, boom. Yeah. you got to be up there for an hour, boom, boom, boom. Someone's got to be laughing. That yeah. And it's just you. Right. There's no distractions. It's just you. I, I can't imagine. And you, you got to take your licks for, like, years. Ugh. I would assume it must take, like, like, at least a decade to get good at comedy, right? To actually, you know, have good enough craft to go up there and be a headliner, and, you know, command an audience and actually be funny and know who you are and be comfortable and be able to deal with hecklers and all that shit. That must be like a deck, a 10 year process to be good. Minimum. Right. And the grind of it all. Right. Going to those small little places, small little, you know, hole in the wall bars. And, you know, anyway, you have to. I don't know, man. That, that like you said, that's a tough way to make a living, man. Much respect to those yeah, guys. It really it's is. Very difficult to be funny and not steal other people's jokes. Right? Oh my god, that's even harder. That'd be Amy Schumer. And uh what's his face? The Mexican one. Uh what's his name? Mencia. Yeah. Carlos Mencia. Oh boy. Yeah. He went away after the, after Joe Rogan got in his ass, didn't he? He sure did. He just oh. like the wind. He went away. That's another reason I love Joe. Joe he ethered him. That's like comedy ether. Like Nas and yeah. Nas and fucking <laughs> JC. Yo, Joe Rogan, he ethered Mencia. Like facts. Like really. That's what happened to him. Yeah, he, he really, ethered him. Son. He really did. It's a cardinal sin. And that, to me, is why I think comedy is such a... And I, re- I really respect the art form in this respect. That if you are a joke thief, they eradicate you, man. They, I mean, you know, there's such a tight-knit community that if, some, if somebody mm-hmm. finds out that, look, hey, man, this fucking guy steals jokes. They get rid of you, man. People will... You'll be ostracized. And it, it used to be like that in hip-hop, too. But apparently... Yeah, exactly. That way Culture's anymore, dead. Yeah, as long as you're making enough money. The mainstream culture is dead, I would say. I think I'm not going to go. Yeah, I think the main, because, you know, back in the, we grew up in the golden era of hip hop in the 90s where things that you heard on the radio are literally, were were classics to, you know, today. Mm -hmm. Right. So I think, so I think mainstream, I I would say mainstream hip hop is more or less what died more than anything else. Right. Yeah. It went the way of anything else that goes mainstream. It just got diluted. Sucks, man. Yeah, it does suck. Uh, it, it's but just, I feel like we're in a golden era of comedy right now. You think so? Yeah, there's a lot of great comedians and great comedy is just everywhere. Mm. 
No, I'm, no, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. Who are some of your favorites that are out now? Like, well, aside from you know the the, the big name guys, is there any some guys on the come up that you that you know? Uh, none that I can whose name I can remember because I used to always go to the stand in uh <clears throat> in New York. I used to go to a lot of comedy shows, and uh, there were a lot of people who were on the up and coming, like even females who I didn't used to like. To be honest, I used to think female comedians were the worst. Oh shit! But there was like this Indian female who was fucking great. Um, there was a lot of like there was even this Pakistani man too. A lot of like ethnic fucking comedians who came out the blue who were just hilarious. Uh, yeah, Mike Kaplan. I remember he was one. He was fucking hilarious. Yeah, I don't remember anymore. It's been a long time since I've been in New York and I went to a comedy show. But I just remember thinking these people are going to be huge one day, and I get to watch them now. It's that grind, though, man. Right? That's difficult. Yeah. You know what I mean? So think think about how fantastic those guys, those guys are, man. And they had people like that maybe ten, fifteen, twenty years ago that never, never got out. Why is it that, let's say, for instance, the people that you watch may not necessarily make it and like a Kevin Hart or something like that gets out? I'm not saying that he's not funny, but what is it? What separates them, right? What makes somebody is – it, is it just the jokes alone or do you think it's like the business aspect, aspect of it as well? It has to be the business aspect. It has to be because, I mean, Kevin Hart is a really good example of that shit. He was really good at branding himself and putting himself out there and putting his hand in everything. So it has to be the business aspect. You got to look at somebody like Nick DiPaolo, who's been a comedian for God, maybe as long as I've been alive, I swear to God. And he's just not making the waves he should be making at this point in his life and his career. Damn. Oh. You know what I mean? I don't know. And plus, people are sensitive. People are sensitive as fuck. Like, you really can't say the shit that you used to be able to say. You used to be able to say whatever the fuck you want. But like, uh, George Lopez, you remember he got a lot of shit for saying something about Latinos can't bring like a black person home and people were fucking mad at him well there was a whole thing with a girl in the audience there was a miscommunication he kicked her out which was kind of stupid i thought but like people were mad at george lopez for saying that i'm like look it's his it's his bit he could say whatever the fuck he wants and you're not really supposed to take everything these people say so seriously either it's a very peculiar time we're living in man where people um you know they they they, they react to everything and here's what i want to say you understand that you're going to a comedy show correct you understand that there's a possibility yeah. that somebody could say something that offends that, that offends you. They're supposed to. That's the point of it. Now, if you start to sense a comedy, now we're moving mm -hmm. into a very dangerous realm. Because I mean, this is one of the last media. Yeah, one of the last arenas where you can actually truly say what you want with no repercussions. And it seems as though that is going away. And to me, that is dangerous, man. Because once it goes from there. Because think about it. Think about every other place. Like you can't just go on a television show on the news or something like that or a talk show or something like that. And just say whatever you want. I think places like here, like podcasts. Yeah, you can still kind of you can still speak your mind. Thank God they haven't taken that away. And you know I mean, and maybe like, you know, comedians, yeah. they can go up there and, and on stage and they should be able to get their thoughts out regardless of what they are. I agree. But I also feel like just because people are being more politically correct these days and, and there are a lot more complaints doesn't mean you have to pay attention to them. You don't have to apologize because somebody demanded it from you. You don't have to do anything you don't want to. Yeah, that's a beautiful thing. Uh, you know, I think our president does a very good job of that. That motherfucker doesn't give a yeah. damn what you say. You can't. You know what? That's one thing I admire about the guy. You can't back him into a corner. He just say, you know, fuck it. No. I ain't gonna apologize. No, no, not doing it. No. So what? Yeah, he <laughs> gaslights you before admirable, he apologizes. That's an characteristic. <laughs> I have to agree with you. He'll pretend that shit didn't even happen nope. before he apologizes. Fake news. Next. <laughs> Fake news. Next.
<laughs> I mean, you got to give it to the guy. You got to admire the guy for, you know, for his stance on shit, man. Hey, that dude would not yeah. back. He won't back off a stance, man. Because I'm going to tell you, I thought they had him dead in the water, but that motherfucker wiggled his way out of that shit. Smart guy. God, I thought he was dead <laughs> in the water fucking several times. Nope. Couldn't get him. No, they... <laughs> a slippery motherfucker <laughs> slippery motherfucker but i think though man i think a lot of that had to do with the fact that people were just sick and tired of um um the social justice warriors or political correctness or whatever that means you know what i'm saying that, yeah because that's that's a very slippery slope that's a nuanced issue to, to get into exactly what does it mean when we say oh everyone's too politically correct that's difficult you know because you know, yeah, somebody can actually offensive and oh, I stop being so politically correct. Oh, oh man, stop being so sensitive. I, I think what they do is they make they make the argument so convoluted. Now we don't even know what's supposed to be offensive and what's not. That's true. And I'm going to take it a step further because I feel like um, a lot of the times people who are getting offended did not have the voice that they do now. Like 20, 30 years ago, they didn't have an ability to tell you, hey, you can't talk this way about my community or my people or whatever the fuck. And now they can. So you're seeing this pushback that you wouldn't have seen before because it just didn't exist in the past. Really? For example, give me an example. Okay, so like when I was growing up, gays were not off limits. You could say whatever the fuck you wanted about gays. You could say faggot. You could say faggot all day long. (laughs) Exactly. You can't do that anymore because gays have a voice now. A powerful... So so it might seem... a, A very powerful one. So it might seem like things have become more politically correct. But the reality is, is gays aren't just taking shit sitting down anymore. They have a voice. They're not afraid to use it. I agree. I agree with that. And they're very powerful, man. They're, very, they're a very powerful group. <laughs> the, the, the why shouldn't they be? The they're they're, they're everywhere. <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about the, you know, about the homosexual community. Or, or should you call it LGBT, whatever, you know. Here's the mm-hmm. thing about them. See, they are an assortment of different um, um, groups. You can't just say, oh, it's yes. a black person. It's an Asian. It's, it, it's all no. of them. It's, it, they're everywhere. And they don't see They're part of every race, religion, gender, wow. everything. And see, I don't know. I don't know if there's racism within that community. But what, if there is, it definitely them being gay supersedes all that other shit. They'll stick together on the fact that hey, look, we're gay. Fuck that. We're gay before anything else. We're gay before we're black, Asian, white, whatever. No, what they I said be, being gay supersedes. It supersedes race in that community. Mm-hmm. I would I would assume. I don't know too much about it, but from the outside looking in, it would it would appear that they think that hey, look, us being a part of this community is more important than our actual ethnic backgrounds. You know, we're gay, you know what I mean? We have to stand up for this first, being gay, and then everything else kind of falls, you know, secondary to that. Is that fair? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not a part of that community either, so. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm just saying, so I, guess, I guess that's, that's just my way of saying they stick together. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Maybe they do. Maybe they do. Uh, I, I, yeah, I really don't know. Because it'd be kind of crazy if, like, it was only white male gays were doing their thing and they let everyone fun for themselves. Like, that'd be fucking weird. Well, I mean. But it, I know it, I know for sure there's definitely, like, uh, sexism. I know, like, I've heard a lot of lesbians complain that they don't get a lot of respect from gay men. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's interesting. Yeah. Like, you know what? It all goes back to trying to just feel better than someone. Right, right. It's always something, right? That's a good point. It really is. No, no, like, no matter what category you put yourself into, be like, yeah, okay, I might be gay, but at least I'm not trans. You know, at least I'm not transgender. Those people are just weird. It's as long as I'm better than someone else. That's why I think apartheid in South Africa was so successful, because they were able to really com- compartmentalize. Like, okay, you're white, and you're better than the coloreds and the blacks, but okay, coloreds. 
whites. At least you're better than the blacks, right? You're just that much better. And that was enough for them to be separated and not band together against the injustice that they were all facing. Mm. That's very interesting. You know, that's true because if you look at any group, right, let's just say, I mean, you could take any group. Let's say you take black people, right? There's infighting between black people, between dark skinned black people yeah. and lighter skinned black people. And then let's say, let's say you take mm-hmm. two Asian groups, maybe North Koreans and South Koreans don't get along. Or the Thais and the people from Laos may not necessarily like, or yeah. Japanese and Chinese. And you think, if you, you yeah. think of European Dominicans groups, and Puerto Ricans. Dominicans and Puerto Ricans. You look at white groups, maybe, you know, I don't know, the Irish don't like the Scottish so much, or people with blonde hair talk shit about people with, with red hair. It's always going to be something. Always. Because we're lazy like that. We just want to feel better by like the lowest common denominator. As long as I don't have to do any work and I'm just better by default, I'm going to take that route. Oh, yeah. At least that's my opinion. I agree with that. But we should probably wrap it up now. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Holla at your boy and your girl. We st- I still have no idea how to fucking outro. Let's just, uh, um, let's just leave. Yeah, see you later.